be in my pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Separate room for bathroom key. Yeah, they should just have a code on the door. Yeah, every, every, when they invented codes, I feel like keys kind of lost. Like, like I feel like there's no reason now. Like, I hate that my apartment has a key. Yeah. Because my know, old like, one didn't. Or you, like, except uh, when that one time it died, remember that? Yeah, the battery died, and I was, I was like, fuck. We had the bird, too. It looked like such a pussy. Yeah, it's annoying having Alicia, key, Alicia keys, because every time, like, it's just so easy to put in your pocket, and then we walk out of the stew, and then we... Like the other person can't can't use the bathroom. Yeah. So like, what are you gonna do? Piss in a fucking in this Duncan's. Just have piss cups all over here. The landlord. Somebody commented the other day that the the last twenty minutes of every single episode is the best, and I feel like they don't understand that. Like we have to get cooking. Like we're like a car. Like you got in a car in the morning in the winter. Like you got to get heated up. Like that's just the thing. Yeah, that's true. People maybe, don't. We should, maybe we should start doing like a. Uh, like a preemptive, like non-record. I don't know. Actually, that would, would that make sense? Because we come in here, for those of you that don't know, we come in and we don't really say shit and then we just turn shit on and go. Yeah. So it's like, we're doing this cold. We're having a cold start. Yeah. So, we're, we're, we're a Honda out in the driveway. Uh, you, have two, you have two car garage. We have three cars. So one of them has to sit outside overnight. And you live in New Hampshire. So ooh. you got you to gotta go outside, heat up the car, then go back inside and wait like 10 minutes. One of our buddies from New Hampshire just texted me. He said he might kill himself. And I was like, why? And he said, because he just found out that girls are putting fake freckles on. And I was like, that would be a really awesome way to kill you. That would be I an awesome you're reason. Because I talked about that too. Oh, you did? Like, no, like he brought it up. I was like, yeah, that, I have seen that. And it's obviously you got to be like super deranged. Oh, it's a mental illness. But pla- plastic surgery is just a different way to, uh, for a lot of people to just a different avenue for your mental illness to go. Yeah, just admit the first step, admit you have a serious debilitating mental illness. That's fine, you know, most people do. Yeah. If you ever go to a bar, the bartender usually has some sort of mental illness going on, whether it be like uh, depression, anxiety, like like you'll find it right in front of your face. I feel like it's the majority of the population. I'm not a philosophical guy, but... Since phones came out, everyone now is so dialed into the internet that we don't even know where we're at anymore. So I feel like it's so easy. It's almost cool to have, if you don't have a mental illness, like like you're gay. Yeah, that's almost weird. Like why is your brain not poisoned? Like right, that means, and not gay in a derogatory way. I like to apologize to the LBGQ community, 1A, whatever, the rest of it, no disrespect. But if you don't have a mental illness by 2024, there's something seriously wrong with you. Like you should be in a hospital because you're you're completely healthy. Like right. That's weird to me. I like that kind of bothers me. Yeah, if you don't have like especially with chicks, I feel like today there's football going on. I didn't even know that playoff football was on yesterday until like the end of the Houston Texans game. Portnoy had a tweet about it and I agreed with him even though he's also wrong, but like for me, I'm just more of a college guy. I think the I think this Fan bases around college are so much better than the NFL. So I'm a college guy, and it, it just feels like I knew everyone knew that last week was like bowl week, but I like barely knew that there was playoff games too. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I just I agree with you. Like the college atmosphere is awesome, and I, I just it got ruined for me because of betting. Like because the kids aren't as good, so I don't like. Yeah, I can watch it. I actually really think it's cool when like you have two powerhouse like teams going head to head in college but getting back to that fake freckle thing why don't chicks just like ask us what what we like because 
they always go off of what they like. And it's never like I'm not saying you have to please me. Like I'm a fucking retarded loser. Like who yeah. cares? But like if a girl came to me and said, Should I get fake freckles? I would just be like, What? No. Yeah. Of course not. I'd be no. Like, I'd be like, uh No, idiot. No, is everything okay? Just go outside in the sun and you might get freckles the natural way. But also, me and the boys, we're not sitting around going like, oh, fuck, she's kind of hot, but I wish she had freckles. Like, no, that's never been said by a heterosexual male. I don't think anyone's ever, you, I don't think I've ever heard a guy, like, even use freckles, like, as an adjective, like, to ever. describe anyone. Yeah. Ever. It's just, like, something that you have. Like, no one, I like, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if this is, like, scientifically proven or not, but I'm pretty sure uh, every freckle is a kiss from an angel. Tweet. I think I, I have I have uh, I have some coals, some freckies. Coals. <laughs> <laughs> Abbreviating freckles with coals. Yeah, I have freckles. Actually, I have a line of freckles right going right down my butt crack. Really? Yeah. I have one on my ass too. Really? Yeah, which is weird because uh, I don't. Isn't it from the sun? But when when was my ass exposed to the, some vitamin C? What were your parents doing? My parents would bring me out every day when I was because they really wanted me to get ass freckles, so mm. they'd bring me out in the sun and I'd lay down for three hours. Imagine like, having. Mom, can I come back in? They'd be like, not until you have freckles on your arse. Not until you're tan. You imagine, gotta be tan. Imagine wanting your baby to be really tan. People, I mean, people like dress their babies in designer clothes, which is like you either have fuck you money or you're you also have a mental disability, which is fine. We just said we like that over here at Wet Jeans Podcast, especially when women have it. Yeah. And they like use you as a never mind. So I just think like even with the big lips thing with that, that ship is kind of sailed. Like I know a few girls that are getting their lips deflated now because that all goes in cycles. Yeah. But that whole like inflated lips thing, like I don't I've never heard a dude. And listen, I just want to make myself clear. You do not have to go out of your way to impress us. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, no guy was ever like, oh, dude, she's like a seven and a half, but, like, I wish her lips were just, like, took up half her face. Yeah. I think I think now it's they're getting away from – I think because, like you said, they kind of do it more for other women. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're, they're, women are getting farther away from caring about the male gaze. Gaze as in G-A-Z-E, not mm. gaze as in G-A-Y-S. And also do whatever you want, right? I'm just saying what – I'm just being honest about what I think when I see that shit. And also who cares, but this is our job. This is why – there's a microphone in front of my face. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to impress me. Who gives a shit? You like, have to impress me. I'll hit it from the back regardless, consensually, yeah. if, if that's what's going on. But I just thought the freckles thing was like, wow, I agree. If If he killed himself, of course I would be like sad about it. But if there was some sort of note or like doctrine that said I ended my life because I found out girls were getting fake freckles, I would respect the hell out of his game. Yeah, that'd be that'd be such a cool hill to die on. Literally, <laughs> that'd be so sick. That'd be, uh, yeah, dying on a hill is pretty cool. I don't feel like people don't do it as much anymore. Like people in the in the old days, people died for stuff, but now it's just like you yeah. just you uh, you just complain a little bit and then you move on. Yeah, it's kind of like you just dye your hair a different color and then go on Facebook and rant about it. Yeah. And then no disrespect to people with dyed hair. I loved, yeah, I mean, I love dyed hair. There was a girl at, uh, at Moxie's the other day and I actually had to leave the restaurant because she had one of those, uh, she was a brunette and she had the, di- speaking, like, I like how I'm like, yeah, chicks look stupid when they have big <laughs> lips and now I'm just like, yo, I love when chicks, uh, <laughs> she had those blonde strips in front. Oh God. And me. I, I swear I was 
so hard that I had to leave the restaurant. Like, was, uh, I can't was, go into Moxie's unless I'm wearing like like compressions. Like two layers of Lululemon compression shorts in a size down. Yeah, like that place is egregious. Well, especially when their A team is working, and that's no disrespect. This is officially a no disrespect podcast, but when the A team is going, when they're firing on all cylinders and they're at the top of the lineup, the talent there is... It'll make chemicals in your body. It'll make blood go places. It's like the like the the seventies Bulls, Chicago, or was this eighties Bulls? When did they win the most most of their chips? I forget. I'm not sure. I'm not really dialed into basketball too much. Dates but. are like a, or is like one of the things I can't remember. Like sometimes I can't. I just can't do dates. So yeah, I'm unless no they're idea. in a salad. Like I like getting cute salads. I have dates and pistachios because I don't even know what a date is. I have no idea, and I don't care. That's one of the things I, I've said this before, but that's one of the things I know that I've grown at least a little bit. Uh, mentally or like maturity wise is that I've I'm I like nuts in my salad now because I almost used to ha- exclusively hate it I like it I I'm in the same boat as that except for salads in general I've been on a tear I know I talked about it before but I've been on a, a wedge salad tear and getting it chopped like it I might do that today just because it's Martin Luther Ferda day and I feel oh actually it's tomorrow and when you listen to this it won't be that but I would just love to go to an expensive restaurant, put a wedge salad on credit, chopped, just <laughs> in honor of Martin Luther Ferda. Martin Luther King for the kid, even, uh, even though he was assassinated by the FBI. A wedge salad well, sounds was good. He? Oh, yeah. I actually didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they killed his shit. That's why it was wicked funny one year when the FBI tweeted something about it, about, like, honoring MLK Day. And, like, bro, you guys killed him. Why did they kill him? That's like when Netflix made a documentary about Blockbuster going, like, bro... That's like the same thing as dancing on someone's grave. Wait, why did they kill him? He was, you know. Because white chicks wanted him? Yeah. Too too, too many white girls wanted him. And we were like, fuck, we can't lose all the white women. That's all we have. That's all we got. That's all we got. (laughs) That's weird that they would kill John Lennon. Wait, who killed John Lennon? Mark David Chapman. Bro, motherfuckers used to get assassinated, and people they don't anymore. Yeah, people don't assassinate anymore. Bro, bring that, back assassination. Seriously, the dude that shot John Lennon just read Catcher in the Rye and was like, I'm going to kill John Lennon today. Outside of his hotel room. Didn't even let him, like... That's so mean, though. Yeah. Because John Lennon was just making music, right? Was he politically active? I don't know. <sighs> he was a huge pussy. Oh, he was huge a pussy. pussy. He so he had y- Yoko Ono. Do you know who that is? That was yeah, like the that uh, Asian chick. Yeah, but he was like whipped by her, right? Yeah. Like, so she came in and she she started. They started making just like the worst shit ever. Like I'm not like that's. I'm hold not on, hold to, on, hold on. Let me stop you. Yoko Ono started making or the Beatles. She used to. She didn't really have any like. Not to my knowledge, she didn't have a lot of talent that had to do with music. But I remember one time. She performed on like a late night show or oh, something like what? that. And she was just screaming into the mic. It oh, was I the worst thing. I didn't know she made music. I thought she was just like his wife, like his scar. I don't think she was. I don't think she was until she met him. But I could be wrong. But I know that she like, they were, she just, and then he just kind of started making like, kind of, I think worse music. And I, and I, obviously the Beatles broke up, but like whatever. Mm. So, uh. Yeah, I don't know. And then Mark David popped his fucking cheese off halfway to Kingdom Come. That was the guy that did it? Mark che- Mark David? Mark David Chatty. Wow. But, okay, so he was an FBI, but then... Uh, uh, JFK. Oh, my God, bro. I had the biggest conversation over a break with somebody I, I can't mention, and they're saying that there's zero chance the government killed JFK. I think there's 100% chance they did it. Uh, uh, no, exactly. Yeah. N- they definitely did that, and he was saying that they didn't. And it was like this big argument. And keep in mind, I have 
zero knowledge yeah, of the yeah. situation. I was at the level of drunk where I'm just like, yeah, but like, how would they perfectly set up whatever? I have no hist- uh, background, knowledge, or education on the situation. I was still arguing about it. Yeah, I do that to you all the time. I'll, ar- <laughs> I'll argue anything. <laughs> uh, arguing could be fun. Like, especially when I'm drunk. Like, I'll, I'll get, like, I, obviously you've heard, like, I just, you, you just make shit up when you're drunk. You get in arguments. You just get mad for no reason. Yeah. Like, remember that time we got in a fight because it was the Super Bowl? <laughs> was it Rams, Bengals? It was when the Bengals lost. And I, that was the coolest argument. Because, well, speaking of starting arguments when you're drunk, I will die on any hill if I've just lost a bet. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's no if I lose a bet. That's why sometimes I, I like if you see a tweet from me like "fuck the NBA, I hate this fucking league." <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it personally, uh, any NBA players. It's because I just lost an under or an yeah. over. But I respect that. Like you're, you're aware of that. Like you yeah. know. But I'm the same way. I felt that pain too. Like you lose a bet and like. You just go full red eye and like anything in your line of sight. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> like, you're just looking for someone to go in the crosshairs. Yeah, I feel that 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time I felt that way. But anyway, getting back to that story, I think we've told it before. But the Bengals and the Rams, something happened. It was a t- terrible play call. You lost your bet because of the play call. We all lost the over, I think, in the, oh, in the Super Bowl. Okay. And then you said... If that was Bill Belichick's team, they would never have called that play. And that struck a nerve with me because I'm like, how <laughs> how did you decide to bring the Patriots into this loss? So I was arguing like something along the lines. I don't know. We were so drunk. We, I was argu- we drank so much Hennessy that day. It was actually fucked up. That was during our Hennessy phase. Shout out Martin Luther King. I was uh, gonna say we might have to get some today. Yeah, double henny on the rocks with apple juice, extra ice. That sounds fucking good. Yeah, so I was saying don't bring up or I was saying don't bring up. I was like saying like that's irrelevant because that has nothing to do with this game. Which it didn't. But also I do agree, like I think I didn't like the play call either. So we're basically arguing about nothing because well, we were arguing because I got upset that a Boston sports fan Found a way to bring Boston sports into a Bengals Rams game. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's like we weren't even close to getting into that game. Like it wasn't even like it wasn't even like they were uh, like relevant. It was just pure just combination of Hennessy losing a bet and being from New England. Just yeah, a perfect storm. But you have to like I go through waves. Like I, I, like I'll go through waves of hating Boston sports fans. But then other times when we went to the Coyotes game against the Bruins, you, I respect the fuck out of it. Like they live and they die by every play. I was just talking to somebody who was at that game that I don't know. I don't know them well. I don't remember who it was. I was drunk. Everything on this podcast. Oh, I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> every point I'm trying to bring up. I have a serious problem. I, I was that ta- just erases your mind. I was talking. I was talking to them about how seeing it in person, it kind of opened your eyes like how cool it would be to like play for that team. Yeah. Like you have real fans. Like nobody deserve nobody in LA cares about their sports or whatever. It's actually insane how pathetic like SoFi Stadium is. Yeah, they they don't care. It's just a different like demographic of the country. But I kind of tied it into the Minnesota Wild. They're the state of hockey, quote unquote. That team has been mid for fucking 30 years. Yeah, like they've never like, even been close to like... What's the deepest they've gone? 
the second round. Yeah, like they've sneaky been the most disappointing franchise in like sports ever. But they have passionate fans, which yeah. is crazy. Like they need to take a page out of the Bruins book or Boston sports book and like apply pressure to the front office. Get violent. Yeah. Start sending hate mail. Maybe pipe bombs. Like I'm not saying detonate the bombs, but send a message. Yeah. To the front office, like we want. A good team. I'm tired of this shit. That's the problem. I think because they're from the Midwest, they're a little bit too nice. Gotta, oh, they're very nice. That's why you got to be like Philly fans and Boston fans. You got to be just a scumbag. That's how you win, though. Yeah. Like, that's that's how, except Phillies came up short. They, they're but. the kings of almost winning and then not winning. At least they're getting there. Unlike the Wild fans or like, I don't know. I can't imagine being a fan of a team that's just like so mid. Like the Patriots won the AFC title. 17 times in a row, and now they don't. And Boston fans are like outraged. I'm like, I'm, like the country's on, like the New England's like unraveling because of it. You, how many championships did you see in your life C- combined with all the teams? I saw, so I saw six Pats, one six, <laughs> six championships you've seen for your favorite team. One, just with the Pats. That's just Pats. Then one Boston Bruins, and then seven. A few Celtics. I can't remember. A few? Yeah, I've definitely seen two or three. What about the Sox? Two. So you've seen over ten. That blows my mind. You've seen over ten championships for your team. I don't think I've ever gone three or. F- Have they ever gone three or five years? The city of Boston. Without a title? That's a good point. I don't think so. Like, I can't remember, like, not celebrating a title. That's insane. But, but you the, realize how insane that is? Yeah. I, oh, I for sure, like, understand that I take it for granted. Like, I look at people in Ohio who, Ohio sucks, no offense, <laughs> and their teams that aren't sucks. good. sucks. And their teams aren't good, and they still cheer. Like, I, I trust me, like, <sighs> and I see people like, uh, fuck, what's, like, just, like, like uh, what's just, like, the most pathetic fan base or a team? I mean, L.A. No doubt. Or no, like like team, oh, like a team that just like they just never win. Like they get close. Like they're so disappointing. Maybe like the Cowboys or something. The like Cowboys, that. Yeah. yeah. Like they're always good. Kind in our of. lifetime. Yeah. Like yeah, that part that would suck. Some of these fan, some of these people that are fans of like the Jets and shit. Like my God, the Jets is a good one. Do you think that Ohio fans stay passionate because they love the game that much and they have big hearts, or just because they're dumb? I think it's a combination of those two things, and because they live in Ohio, what else are you going to do? It's good to be a little dumb. Yes, because you, be have to, you have to be dumb, because getting your hopes up and legitimately thinking you're going to win the championship every year, that's pretty much what you do. And it's That's just, what Boston fans do, but in, in all honesty, like you should, because they do win. Yeah, that's true. Like Twelve championships. I've never seen one. I can't count. That is pretty crazy, and, cause, and especially because New York has like fucking... A shit ton of teams. Actually, I shouldn't say that. But when the Yankees were winning, I didn't watch a single lick of baseball. Wait, you would, would you be more Yankees or Mets? For sure, Mets. Mets are way cooler. Definitely Mets. But there's certain people on one side of my family that are Mets fan, and I hate them. Yeah. Because family isn't everything. Whoever tells you that, the family that you like is everything. The family that appreciates there's a mutual... That's family everything. Yeah. Not you can't just blanket statement. Family's everything. N- no, no. What about the Manson family? Yeah, try to tell that to them. That yeah. guy killed like se- that guy raped a hundred million people. Yeah, he had a hundred million rapes. But so anyway, I haven't seen a hometown championship ever. That's crazy. Can't count the '94 Rangers because I was negative one. <laughs> so not really, but you can't. I wasn't able to see that. But yeah, like you, you have to be like 
have to have like a somewhat functioning brain to like to I would say to count the championships for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like you can't. Well, I guess it's good now because I just cheer for people that I know rather than like being a hometown. But also, I don't have like a good. You have a good reason to be diehard. Sox, Bruins, like that's a cool thing. Like that, you could. That's an accolade for you. If you ever needed a resume, say that I've watched. I've watched ten champ. Look at all these rings. <laughs> I, 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 I only know success. Look at all these rings. Like as a fan. <laughs> That's so funny when people do that. That's hilarious. Yeah. You almost have the right to say we. I, I'm, see, I'm not someone that lives in that. I'm not someone that thinks it's crazy when someone says we. Because, it, I mean, your support does matter. Like we were just talking about. Fan base does matter. I mean, there's... Definitely. If you're, if you're a Toronto fan or like someone in the media and Toronto wins, you can't say we because you've been bringing them down for, for decades. No doubt. But like... But, like, if you're a fan, like, a positive fan base that, like, actually, like, builds up their team, like, I think you can say we, but, like, I usually don't, but it's not, like, the end of the world. Like, I'm not on the ice, but I'm definitely, I definitely should win, like, the sixth man award, seventh man. I mean, the crowd does matter. It, it does. does matter. Listen to the, it's like, if nobody listened to this podcast, we wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. Unless we were doing this for fun <laughs> and not uploading no, it. <laughs> we should start doing that. That'd be actually funny. Just t- that's pretty much what tweeting with no followers is. That would be so sick. <laughs> like that, it doesn't get any nails than yeah, more nails. Yeah, that's just purely that. the love of the game. But there's no... I think the players are influenced by the fan base. I think it's 100%. More than, more than we think. Yeah. I go through... I used to think that wasn't the case. Like, these guys are getting paid. They're just going to play the way they're going to play for personal, like, accolades. But you go into that... You go into Mullet Arena, and you're on the Bruins. You look around, and it's all black and gold. Yeah. You're like, fucking rights. Yeah, that's you know? sick. So... But yeah, shout out to Martin Luther King Jr., who tragically got killed by the FBI. R.I.P., buddy. Still don't know why they did that. Everything we do, there's so much, and this is not trying to pander, it's just facts, is black. I wore, you wore a do-rag for like a good part of your childhood. Yeah. I, most of it. 100%. Like kind of weird. I like kind of go, I think about that, I'm like, fuck, I can't believe my mom like had to deal with me. All white kids wanted to be black. I, that's the only, the only shit I watched growing up is like the Jamie Foxx show and shit like that. So, so why did they kill MLK? I don't. I mean, he was causing trouble. Like, if you're a white, if you're a white man and you want to, you want to keep things quiet. He was. He was. Quiet. If you want, you know, you're racist if you if the H in white is heavily pronounced. Quiet. You come around here. This is white America, man. Quiet. This is a mega country. This is what? What do you think you're doing over here? Quiet. Quiet. I don't know if Donald Trump's actually racist. I don't know the man, but you have to respect how a good chunk of his following. Is for sure racist, but it's like being a GM. You can't always control your crowd. Yeah, and he also he knows how to get votes. He knows that he, <laughs> yeah, he, he does. If he says that son of a bitch, if he says white racists are the biggest idiots on the planet, which he very well could think, those people aren't going to vote for him. That's why politics yeah. like well, they're just t- they're just telling you what you want to fucking. They're hear. the biggest liars. That's why people are like you know. Obama, he's like this guy that's well spoken and he's. Uh, genuine, he's whatever. Bro, anybody that's that high up in politics has literally strangled somebody at some point in their career and watched the life disappear from their eyes. Like I, And I mean that literally. No, I truly believe that if you are working in the White House, you've 
strangles someone with piano wire from the backseat of a car. For no reason. For no almost. reason like, Maybe you were just... Well, just... Just like the pool boy. For no reason. Just because you wanted to feel like what it was like to kill. Definitely. There's no doubt in my mind. So, But you're right. You have to play the game as a politician. You have to... It's just all theater. It's all theatrics, which is crazy because the people that are running the free world cannot uh, snake their way to the top and that's who ends up at the top yeah getting top you can't get to the top unless you're you bring people down to the bottom right you got you kind of cool when you think about it yeah it's it is kind of cool i might run for fucking press you should young but i I can start building up a a resume well you could put that you have 10 12 rings on it I only know success. They're like, Mr. Champagne, you've been, you are on the roster in media and, and staff. Nope. No, just uh, watched. <laughs> watched every game. On a TV. Watch every game like a fucking bum. How cool would it be if they sent rings to fans? And they could track like who's watched all games. And if you watch every single game, let's say that you watch all 82 Bruins games and they win the cup. I should get a ring. A hundred percent. One thousand percent. And it would that's almost a genius marketing scheme. That you would get people idea. to watch more games. You might be onto something because they can send you a ring. Let's say, so let's say you know what? You go to an airport and you have a known traveler number, and they know wherever you're fucking going. You just have a known viewer number. Viewer number. Yeah. And you just check in every time you're watching a game, and they if they win championship, like you were a part of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you every step of the way. Go to the go to the bar with a huge rock <laughs> on your hand. Just like 2024 Stanley Cup champion. Get that would be so sick. That would be fucking cool. They would hell. be like, they'd be like, you're on the team. Be like, no, I just watch every game. Sat in front of my TV for fucking thousand hours. Times three. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. That's a really good idea. You might be onto something, or you are onto something. That's such a good idea, and. They could just make an announcement like, if you watch all the games, we're sending you a fucking ring. Yeah, that's so, that'd be such a good idea. Such a good idea. That would be so fucking cool, dude. Shout out to fans, just fans of everything. Shout, yeah. out, shout out to fans of the show. Yeah, there we go. That would be sweet. Someone, oh, bro, I got to tell you the story. So, I was having a full blown panic attack, like one of the worst ones I've ever got yesterday. So, I was, I was kind of hungover. I wasn't that hungover yesterday. I just like felt weird and I didn't know if it was a panicky feeling. I didn't know if it was a hungover feeling because I've been on tequila and soda and not getting hungover. Like that's the only reason why I think Martin Luther King is going to look down on me and be disappointed. I might not drink Hennessy today. Maybe one. Maybe one. Maybe one. But I'm on the clear stuff recently and I've been getting hungover less. And I was like, this is a weird, this is a weird feeling. So I went to a, I went to the bar and like halfway through my, uh, I literally just posted a picture of my drink and I said, I'm having the time of my life, which I was. And I just get hit with like <clears throat> the biggest panic ever. And I was like, I was like shaking, like sweating at the same time. Like I felt my eyes are being forced shut. This guy comes up to me and he taps me on the shoulder and he goes, yo, why aren't you tapping in? And I was like, what? Like I could barely speak. I was mid panic attack. And I, I turn around and I go, what? I go, what? Or in my head, maybe I said, what? I don't remember what I said. I looked at him like wide eyed. And he goes, oh, I love the show. I love your Twitter account. And I was like, uh, uh, and I couldn't even talk. And then I go, oh, and I gave him knuckles and he walked away. Little did that guy know. <laughs> he must have, and I was by myself. 
He must have thought I was crippled. I couldn't even talk. <laughs> He's probably like, fuck, this is more, This guy has some fucking demons. <laughs> this guy has demons. And I was like, I felt so bad. And then my panic attack got worse because I was I had anxiety about the interaction. Yeah. Because I, I turn around and I was like I was I couldn't even speak, bro. And I feel, I feel so that. bad for the guy. And if you're listening, if you thank you for coming up to me and approaching me cuz I love that. And I just want to tell you, I was not like crippled drunk. <laughs> like I was in the middle of an anxiety. anxiety. I, I hope this motherfucker's listening to it so he's like he's probably dying laughing like he's probably like holy shit. I had no I, idea. And, but here's the thing though. Sometimes when I have them, you can't tell because I'm used to getting them and I could, I know what's going on. Yeah. I almost walked out because I thought I was going to pass. Every time, it's like you feel like you're going to pass out. You never do. I haven't yet. But every time, you're like, this is the time. I'm going to collapse. This is it. And I hope he's listening, dude, because he was probably like, this guy is like, an alcoholic. Like this, this, this Twitter account is like this it's a cry for help. Oh, this is real. <laughs> this is real. Oh, like he, like this guy is t- like just, <clears throat> fucking beaten down. He's so, rock bottom. Yeah. So I feel I feel bad, but obviously, thank you for coming up to me and and saying what's up. But like, talk about the wrong time. It's crazy what you're, dude. There's nothing crazier than the fragility of the human psyche. Like, you can just the fertility. Yeah, too. the fertility. But like, you can just your brain can just tell you like panic attack. There's nothing actually wrong with you. It's just your brain be like, yo, 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 yo. Like, yo! Yo, stop, yo well, something bad's about to happen. Hey! It's crazy. Hey! Why do they call it, like, when you have, like, a mental break? Like, uh, how come when you're having a mental breakdown, it's referred to as an episode? Is it because it only lasts, like, 30 minutes? <laughs> Tweet that. <laughs> you should have a triple A card for mental breakdowns. Wait, what do you mean? Like, you just call someone, they just, like, yeah. a better help person that can just, like, call yeah, like when you have a mental, when you have a breakdown in your car on the side of the road, you call triple A. Yeah. They should have one for your mental breakdown. And it would make somebody sense. just shows up. And it would make sense that it's called AAA because it's like you're yelling because you're having a panic attack. Ah! Like, ah! Just called ah. It's just called ah. And they still show up in a mechanic suit. Yeah, like how, with like tools. Like, hey, how, what, what can I fix? Is everything okay? They put you. They put you on a. Uh, they tow you out of the restaurant or like wherever you are. They put like a. They, <laughs> they put a harness. They put on a harness you. on your shirt and then just drag you out of the restaurant. Yo, that's so good. That's a good idea. Like a like triple A, but when you're having a panic attack or like a mental breakdown or like an episode, they just show yeah. up and they just drag you out of there. Everyone just keeps telling me like, get on Xanax, get on Xanax. I don't want to. I already have substance abuse issues. Yeah, I don't think Xanax. Like, I know it would work. I would get addi- addicted. I think probably. Who? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's. Sounds why, sick. Why wouldn't you get addicted to Xanax? It feels good. If it's curing something that's making you feel terrible, I'd be taking it all the time. And it's in the present. It's not about... If you worry about the future, you're an idiot. Worry about right now. Ah, uh, nothing drives me more crazy than people are like than that worry about like 401k. Get the fuck out oh of here. Oh my God. More like 401 gay. Yeah, go 401... Uh, go no, fuck yourself. Worry, that's why you live in the moment. That's why we place bets. Oh, I love betting. It's my, favorite, my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I'm gonna bet today. 100. percent My my goal. I I texted my buddy. Uh, he's from New York too. He is uh, his name's Nick. Shout out Nick. I texted my buddy. Up, I said today my goal is to be online on my laptop tonight buying a car on Carvana. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like if you ever look at betting like as a, like I'm gonna have a fucking day, you will have the worst day of your life. You oh, bet, without a doubt. You you the key to betting, and I'm gonna tell my I tell my uh, my children this. The key to betting is. 
you got to do it just for the fun of it. If you're looking to make money, it'll never happen. No, it's about being excited during the game. It's about feeling something. So yesterday I was talking to somebody on FaceTime. Sorry, Big Enzo. Uh, shout out Tyler and his friend of the show. I haven't talked to him a bit. Um, he was watching. I found out the game was on through him. And he's like, the whole time he couldn't stop talking about it. He's like, this is the best football game I've ever seen. Back and forth. CJ Stroud's doing shit. There's two pick sixes in a row. What's a good game. Yada, yada, yada. But I can't care unless my money's on it. Oh, yeah. I can't care. I don't care how good the game is. Like, he was like, turn the, TV, turn the game on. I'm like, I don't have money on it. I don't care. Yeah, that's the same. If, if, I, if it's not my team, I don't give a fuck. Unless I, unless I have change on it. Right. I do want to have a day today. I do want to actually buy a car tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's not out of... Buy. It's not... It's... it's you just need the down payment. Yeah, which is like what? I mean, I guess it probably depends on what I'm getting. These sleazy car salesmen, it's just like whatever you want. Like, they just want to sell shit. They yeah. don't care. What well, can I do to put you in a new car today? What can I do? 8% interest rate? Sure. You know, Sign me up. You know what I'm going to do You know what I'm gonna do for you? I'm going to give you free, uh, I don't fucking know. Free- I can't. What's something that like they throw in? Like what's something that bullshit thing? Like, you know, I'm throwing this for free. They'll drop the price by like six hundred bucks and offer like warranty for an extra six months or something. You know what I'm gonna do for Shut you? Shut the fuck up. This is this is this, this is the ultimate line. They go, you know what I do for you? I'm gonna and I'm gonna catch uh, heat from my boss here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do for you here? I'm gonna knock you down six hundred dollars warranty for up to six months, and I'm gonna give you a free uh, t-shirt. Yeah, the boss isn't gonna like it. The boss is out back hitting a bong in his Kia Soul. That's the boss. Have you ever seen a boss of a car dealership? Yeah. It's some guy that's presentable. But if you go out back, he does have a rubber band around his arm and there's a needle. He's just trying to find a purpose. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... I could be a used car dealer. Actually, I feel like if you... I feel like if you sell cars, you don't need drugs because of the thrill of the sale. Like that's... Yeah. Yeah. uh, Maybe not, actually. No, I could see that, though. Because like it's the thrill of li- living under the 101 or not. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to make rent if you're your car salesman. Chances are. No. Like, I love how people are also... They're... How do I put this? How do I put this without being canceled? Um, oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're... People are going to buy the car if they want a car. Right. I feel like the salesman thinks they play a more important role than they do. If I go to a dealership, if this motherfucker goes like, yeah, the seat warmers uh, stay on longer, that's not going to make me, bro, I just want the car. I don't care. That's like if I worked at Target and I thought, and someone bought toothpaste and I like, I think I sold it to him. Yeah, but car salesmen think that they're doing shit when in reality, you're just listening to this guy babble away while you personally decide. That's my take on it. Yeah, because no one's going into a car dealership and just like browsing around and like not in the mood for a like. It's not like, like it's other, a big purchase. Yeah, like, like other almost every other store, you can you like people are you can actually sell shit because people are just like I'm just looking around and it's just like shit. But like you, no one goes to a car dealership and is just like looking around. I guess if you're dumb, the car salesman can play a role. But me personally, and I'm dumb, but not in that way. If I go in there, no matter what this sleazebag jerk off says, <laughs> I'm deciding yeah. whether I'm walking out with a vehicle or not. <laughs> Anywhere, if you get stopped in a town that no, and the sheriff 
pronounces a car a vehicle, you're fucked. Yeah. Especially if you're black. I was just going to say, that's that small town shit that vehicle. you do not want to try. Step out of the vehicle. Sir. And then, I love how people like, argue your that. your weapon. <laughs> Stop resisting. Pop, 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 pop. Guy's emptying a clip into a Mexican guy's body. Stop resisting. Pop, pop, pop. You have body cams now and the footage get released we can see you using excessive force that is crazy that 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 they wear like bro my biggest fear is that if people if i had a camera on me at all times and people could watch what i do yeah (laughs) they'd be like holy fuck like this guy's a weirdo what if you're walking jerking off again what if you're in the body what if you're in the body what if you're in the department and your body cam is on and you accidentally like walk into the locker room you did you know cops have locker rooms they do yeah like where they just like hang up their gun yeah, they hang up like their police uniform and their street clothes and shit. So, what if you walk into the locker room in the department and be like, "Man, Sheila's ass is looking thick today." Yeah, and they get it on body cam, and it and yeah. like twenty minutes later, you're involved in a in an act in a shooting. So they release the body cam footage to the public, and that clip is in it. You get more, you get in tr- <laughs> more in trouble for that for body shaming for, for body shaming instead of killing a person of color. Actually, it wouldn't but, be shaming if you're if you're if you're saying her ass looks nice. Yeah. Unless you're saying, like, it looks chunky in a bad way. But yeah. Which is- I think cops, one thing that bothers me, and I was my initial point was going to be about people that go on Facebook and then they resist arrest. If the cop says step it out, out of the vehicle, you have to get out most times. Now, sometimes it's going to be unjust. Like, maybe, I don't know the whole situation. But if you sit in there, they're going to break the window. And these people record it and put it on Facebook. And they're like, oh, my God, they broke the window. Bro, because you're not complying. Like, they're the cops. You have to listen. Yeah. It's not like a choice. Like, unfortunately, they're the authority. But then on the other hand. It sucks. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Like, you can't. You can't talk them out of shit, bro. Like, I'm not trying to, like, stick up for police officers. But if they decide that you have to step out of the vehicle, (laughs) like, you have to get out. I'm sorry. Like, but also the other thing is that I've been seeing a lot on Instagram because it's all people dying and, like, chicks is pussies. Mm. It's, if a guy pulls a gun on a cop, I just saw one, he pulled a gun on him while in the car, and the cop goes like, pop, 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 pop. And, and everyone in the comments is like, that's so excessive. Like, why didn't he shoot him once? No, bro. Shoot him once? The guy's life is on the line. Yeah. The They're fuck? trained to kill. If you pull a gun on the cop, you're going to get shot 25 times in the head. They're going to shoot you until you're not a threat. And it blows my mind the amount of people on the internet that are like, nah, I should have just hit him once or twice. The guy can still be alive and kill him. Yeah. He's I mean, trying to go home to his wife and kids and watch football. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like these guys are like, they got families too. Like this, this isn't like a, yeah, I don't know. I could never be a cop, especially because it's just like there's a lot of responsibility. And honestly, I'd be like, I would know I know I would be a crooked cop and I would feel like that's I, would cool. ne- I would never give people tickets. I'd be like, bro, I'm speeding too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you have to though. Because like if you're a cop, like aren't like you don't speed when you drive? No, you definitely do. People who don't speed are insane to me. Like you have nowhere you want to get too fast. You don't want to go there faster. Like you, you want you're just happy to be on the road. Like when I drive, my goal <laughs> is to get to my destination literally as fast as I can, regardless of if you're jeopardizing others' lives. No, yeah, no, yeah. I don't like it's it's I'm the one. It's, it's me you. driving, and you guys are all like side characters. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Did you know that? I think I've told said this before, but do you know that speed limits? Uh, they weren't even they weren't invented or created to create like safety or anything like that. It was like a oil. There was like an oil <coughs> deficiency like early in the early 1900s. I want to say or maybe mid 1900s, uh, where they determined where like 65 was like 
the best speed to go, disable oil or something like that. It was something like that. It has, and there's actually like no evidence that speed limits are safer. Really? There's no evidence. That's at all. interesting. Yeah. Now it's all about yeah. Speed does kill, but it's not all about speed. It's like people like me are playing words with friends while driving. Yeah, and also like there's so many rules. Like the more you dumb people down by creating like why is there a yield sign? That's my biggest hang up about driving. So you needed this sign to tell you not just to merge without looking into the highway. <laughs> like you, the fact that we need all these signs to tell us like hey. Don't just drive into other cars. It, like, it makes us dumber. It's like the same thing like I've said before. I hate the side mirrors that light up when there's someone close to you. Bro, just <clears> keep, your head, like, you're, keep you're, your head on a swivel. You're driving a, a metal vehicle. That, that like, kills like, a, more people than heart disease every year. Like, you should just be like, when you get in your car, you should pay attention. You should, you should pay attention or at least know that there there's, could be someone next to you. It is wild how much they coddle you. Yeah. Like, sell parking cars. Like, we're not... School I mean, zones. School zones. Pff, I go double. They always say like go half the student. Like if there's a school zone that says 15, I'm going 30. In. I always double what the school zones. Teach your kids to not walk in the street. Keep, it's that simple. Yeah. It's like why am I responsible? I'm late to a very important happy hour. Yeah. Why am I the one on the hook if your kid walks in the street? Also, the the the. The burden should always be on the pedestrian because I agree. it's easier to shift and get out of the way of a car than it is to move the car. Because like, if there's a car depending coming on at, the car you have, yeah, yeah. But if there's a car coming at me, he's driving like 600 miles an hour. I can just <laughs> I can just shimmy to the left. Yeah, and he's little, gonna miss me. Not little like, shimmy. Yeah, like a little juke. Little shake. But like, if I'm running at a car, he can't just shimmy. The car can't shimmy to the side. I'm gonna hit the car and gonna shatter it to pieces. Because <laughs> you go like this and the car flips. <laughs> Like some fucking uh, Dom Toretto shit. People partying, you hear that? Is that that uh, the drag show? Uh, hot chick? Probably. Oh, yeah, you can hear women yelling. I just heard somebody go like, let's go! That's like the white person t- uh, Batman call for, bat signal for partying. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think, so you know how Hennessy, so Hennessy's for black people. Is, is Jaeger the white man's Hennessy? Would you say? Like, do you think that's the yes. most white? Because like, I don't think black people drink Jaeger. I've never been around a POC. Is that derogatory? Per- personal color. No, I think you're good. All right. I've never been around a POC that's like, yeah, can I get a Jaeger bomb? Ever. Yeah. But like, and I've never, never seen a white person besides us drink Hennessy. I've never seen anyone drink Hennessy besides black people, which is cool. Yeah. That's their drink. That's their word. That's, and, th- and if I see a black person drinking Jaeger, I'm going to go, hey. That's cultural pre- appreciation or appropriation. Sorry, who gave you a pass to drink that? Yeah, <laughs> we should give out Jaeger bomb passes. <laughs> you can drink Jaeger bomb whenever you want, man. I have an official black correspondent now. He doesn't know yet, but there's just one kid, and he like follows me and you just runs some stuff by him. Yeah, he's a black guy. He's in my DM. Yo, I know you're listening to this. He listens to the show like religiously. Message me. I know who he is. I don't know. I forget his name right now. It's something with an S. <laughs> and uh. That's such a funny I'm gonna hire him as my for for no money, which is also like racist because I'm talking about having a black man do work for me for, for free. free on Martin Luther King Day. But I want him to be like my, my black correspondent, so I could just run things by him. Like, he should sit in that chair right there with like a notepad and glasses on. Yeah, like you know how like Rogan has that. What's his name? Jamie or Jesse? Jamie, pull that up. Yeah, we just go. <laughs> hey, is that is it okay? Is that racist? <laughs> That would actually be a hilarious episode if we hired a black guy to sit there and like, and we have a strictly black episode, and we just green light, thumbs up, thumbs down. We do, we can do it with uh, like every race, Asian, yeah, 
Chinese. It's a good idea. And like the camera pans over them when we're we need a hotline. Yeah, like you know how like it's no. like it's like in baseball when the the cat when the ump behind the plate doesn't know if this if he went with the swing or not, so he goes down the third baseline like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be all time, and we could be. Yeah, I mean, I think that'll be all time, and no one's ever done that before. I don't think. Yeah, because it's probably not kosher, but who cares? Speaking of kosher, how about those fucking Jewish tunnels? Dude, how about Craziest those? shit I've ever seen in my life. Dude, the fucking Jews are beefing with so many people now. Like, they will not stop beefing. They're kind of... I didn't realize they were, that they were that much of bad boys. Like, they're... they're they kind, are. They're like... We got to start putting respect on their name, I think. I like Jewish people. I'm going to go on the record and say that. I because, love everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. E-L-E. I think Jewish people... You know what my first interaction with Jewish people... The, the Jews were? I... First of all, my mom, I said this before, my mom did that 23andMe shit, and she came up with like 8% like Jewish heritage, not religion, which I still... I don't really understand that, but... Yeah, it's like, is Jewish a religion or a race? It's like an argument. Yeah. I say it's a religion, but it's like proven that it's also a race. But I, I don't think you can be half... I don't under... Because you can't be half Christian, right? But like it's the only McCaffrey. it's the only religion where you can be like half like half Muslim like that doesn't make no. sense. No, if you're Jew, if you're a kid and your mom's Jewish and your dad's not you, or whatever your mom is, you're supposed. God says you have to follow whoever made up that rule. I don't know who made it up, but like George Bush, you have to follow what your mom is, or you're like technically you're what your mom is, which is also crazy because how can you how can you follow something that you don't know you're supposed to believe in yet as a kid? Yeah. But anyway, what was I saying before that? Because I, I grew up like going to church, and I was just like, every time the ju- the I almost said the judge, every time the priest would say something, I'd be like, okay, uh, go, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ was fucking born. Jason Bourne. Jason oh my Bourne. God, it's Jason Bourne. Uh, what was I saying right before that? Jew. Oh, the Jews. So I was in Florida. And I was staying at this resort because my cheap side of the family wanted to go to Florida. We're staying in this shithole condo. Would never go out to dinner or do anything. We would just eat Cheerios and shit. It was a fucking terrible quote-unquote vacation. It's just like a vacation with bad people who are cheap, just have no morals, bad personality, just kind of loather, just stubborn side of the family, just pathetic, self-righteous, asshole pieces of shit. So there was a resort across the street that me and my stepbrother would walk to, and they had basketball courts, and there was this big Jewish event going on. It was like a bar mitzvah or something. Nice. And Jewish people love basketball. They love it. Yeah. I never, they love they, it. They do. I think it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So they were playing basketball, and we, we kind of like got in the game. Like We're like, hey, like we can play. Like we, we got in their game. Can we ball? They're balling in like dress shoes and white collared shirts. It was sick. So anyway, we befriend this one Jew, and Patrick Jewing Jr. <laughs> that would be sick. Oh, dude, that, that's a good one. So he was like, "Yo, do you guys want to get fucked up?" And I've never drank before. This is actually my first time drinking. How old are you? Like fifteen or sixteen. Okay, but I don't count it as drinking because I didn't really drink. My first time ever really getting. Okay, so it was my first time drinking, but was I drunk? Yeah, actually, you know what? I always say my first time getting drunk was in Washington, D.C., but now that I think about it, it might be this. Anyway, long story short, he's like, yeah, I know a guy at the resort. Like, no disrespect to Jewish people. I just want to preface this. The most Jewish behavior ever. So he befriended a kid working at the hotel who was uh, sneakily giving him bottles of wine. Like, that's the most all-time Jewish play ever. 
like under the table. <laughs> like it, it was so cool. So he's like, yeah, just my boy here. Like will give us wine. Yeah. So he loaded up. We go somewhere and get bags. He loaded us up with bottles of wine. We went back to the hotel. And we mixed it with Dr. Pepper. Holy shit. That's how you know you never drank before. <laughs> yeah. On ice. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, I, it, was a, it was really cool. Like they, they were like, like, even though we weren't Jewish, they were like, yeah, ball with us and let's get fucked up. Like that, ever since that moment is like in my head. And like those Miami Jews are different. It was outside Miami. But those Florida Jews. They, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, those Florida Jews were, they were, they were really cool. Interesting. So anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say shout out to the Jewish community. I don't know why people keep beefing with y'all. The first time I got drunk was in sixth grade. What? Yeah. All this time we've been doing the show, I didn't know that about you. I was in the DR. Was that oh Dominican Republic? Yeah, it was the first like vacation I ever went to. Like I was like that. I was I went with my buddy's family, and they we just were ordering daiquiris, and they were putting alcohol in. Damn. Yeah. First time I drank legally, I was I was outside the country, but sixth grade is wild. Smoking, like, we were we were smoking cigars too in the sixth grade. Yeah. So me, so me how fucked boy. up did you get? Me and my boy Matt, we didn't Shout realize, out Matt. We, we didn't even realize there was alcohol in it until we were like, oh, there's alcohol. You're wobbly, and we're getting wobbly, and like you only need like <laughs> we're in sixth grade, so you only, like two. I was, we were like, whoa, <clears throat> yeah, hundred percent. And we were smoking cigars, so like everything was just like spinning. Oh my god. If I do if I do gars and have one right now, I'll be fucked up. I would fall over if I had a like one of those fat cigars. <clears throat> oh man, those those are nuts. They hit you like a ton of bricks. Bro. Like that's you can't like I can't like a cigar is like drinking almost like the mm. like the buzz you get is like enough where you don't really have to drink. Yeah. Uh, Unplugs. <laughs> the, the, the computer shuts off. <laughs> uh, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Go to Manscaped. Use code WETJEANS for 20% off and free shipping. They have a whole, like, I don't know if they're going to get mad at us for this, but they have a whole, like, you guys just go on the website. Anything male grooming from your head to your toes. They have this portable new, uh, holy dandruff. They have this portable new shaver it's like little uh i think one's on the way to us too i wish i could show it. i don't have it but manscape.com use code wet jeans 20 percent off you get free boxers you get a free travel bag i'm wearing the bri- i'm wearing the boxers or the briefs now they're good they're I got nice the, say manscape across the the waist they're fucking sick sick but yeah do, do that um we just got renewed by them so thank you to you guys for using our code otherwise we weren't gonna get renewed talk about a partnership i mean it's been like three fucking years yeah, was, maybe the, more i was gonna say this is like definitely where like if you're a gene or you've been sporting it, you, you're like you know how we were talking about fans earlier, like yeah. where you can't say we. Yeah, the geners are keeping us afloat. Was that me or you? What? I thought it was my nerd wallet account. <laughs> nerd wallet. <laughs> I don't know why I get. Ner- I have a nerd wallet app, and I just get they just send me notifications, and I never open the app. What is nerd wallet? It's just like to so make sure I'm not like spending too much on fucking stupid shit. Nerd wallet. It just like tells you like my credit score, which is excellent, by the way. This episode is brought to you by Nerd Wallet. Use R- code Fart Bitch. <laughs> Get twenty percent off. Whatever, even though it's free. All right, folks, you want to wrap that up because uh, I haven't ate today. So, oh, that, I, dude, I, time flew by, bro. Yeah. Fifty-one minutes. Holy shit, that fly by to you? Yeah, wicked fast. Flew by to me, and I'm freezing. I am too. I wanted to go no hoodie on this one. My apartment's fucking cold as shit. I don't run the AC, and it's like 65 out. When I walked in here, it was 75 for some reason, which makes no sense because it's cold at night here. Yeah. So I turned it down to 68 thinking it would just like be okay, but now it's like too cold. It is cold. But, all right, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, I think we're going to party today. I don't know. I was <laughs> trying to stay off the booze this week, and I just 
I have a problem. I don't know but. if I've ever gone a week without boozing since I like started drinking. It's just like it's just something to do, you know. Even if I'm just like chilling out, like I'll like pour a glass of the red stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even do that anymore. I, like, do, I like, don't do that. Like I'll watch. I watched. Oh my god, bro! Have you ever seen the movie Heat? No. Have you seen Kaleidoscope? Uh, it's on my list. All right, bro. I watched. I've seen it before, like a long time ago. I watched it Friday. It's three hours long, but it's so fucking Jesus. good. Watched it Friday. I was like so enthralled by how good it was. I almost started crying at the end because it was so good. And then I watched it again last night. You would, So you watch two of the same movies this weekend? What's it about? Heat on Friday, heat on Saturday. That's sick. Miami I'm, Heat. I might I'm, I'm watch at the fucking bar today. That would be sick. You would like it. It's okay. uh, tons of action, but just also like such a good story. It's, and, and the cast is ridiculous. It's Pacino, De Niro, Kilmer. Just an absolute fire fit. What's the premise? Uh... This, like, it's pretty much like this cop that is... Dirty cop? No, he's just, like, so dedicated to his job where, like, it's, like, it's his. he's, like, not close with his family because he's so, like, dedicated to get this getting this one guy. Oh, I, I like that already. And it's Robert De Niro, and, he, and he's got his... There's a sick line where a guy, like, kind of fucks him over. He goes, I'm not talking to anyone right now. I'm talk- There's a dead man on the other side of this line. <laughs> And the guy's like, Ooh, he's got goosies. Yeah, didn't, oh my god, there's there's like <clears throat> some sick ass line. It's like the ultimate like it's an it's an intense movie, but you'll watch it and you'll be like you'll like say fuck yeah to yourself and you're watching it. Like this is officially a heat movie. I tweeted this and I'm being so serious. I cried watching Breaking Point, which is a tennis series on Netflix and they follow around tennis players. Oh, it's, I was I heard about that. It's in season two. It's really good, man. Like you really being a tennis player is such a mental grind and 99% of them don't make good money and it's so expensive and the travel and you need a trainer and you need a physio and you need to show up qualify for these turn like a lot of tennis players that are on the pro circuit they're professional they're fucking in debt it's yeah. wild but anyway this show shows like the top dogs but when Sabalenka won the Australian Open dude I actually started crying I, I, I was on the couch crying that's on right now. but uh, Because, yeah, it was from last year's because she didn't win a major yet. Her dad died, and that was like the one promise she made. And then Sabalenka, I love Arena Sabalenka because I, when I first ever saw her play, she was having a full meltdown on the court. She was smashing her racket. She was screaming. I was like, I love this crazy I girl. I like that energy. I love her. And she like found her game where she like learned how to calm down, and now she's the best in the world. I think she's ranked two. And... She found her game, but I fa- I discovered her when she was still off the rails. And I love her game. I love her personality. And the behind the scenes that Breaking Point shows when she won the Australian Open, it it was I it was crying. I was it was a tearjerker. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was crying and then jerking off at the same time. Is that why they call it a tearjerker? Because yeah. you're jerking off and crying at the like same time. Like you can use the tears as lube. As lube. I'm a yeah. dry guy, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what? Dry I guys represent. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Dry January. Um, you know, what I thought of a good idea mm. to help tennis kind of get more fans. Is like, you know, how waste management is like that one golf tournament where people can be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Do that for tennis, like, cause, cause the I feel like you get a, a lot of people that would appreciate tennis more, cause you got to be quiet the whole time. So you, there's a lot of fans that don't want to watch that. Yeah. But I think if you did a tennis tournament, that's like waste management, where it's like. Kind of off the rails. Yes. I think you would get. I think it would be so good for the sport. Like I think it would be game changing for the sport. Outside the U.S. Open is like that, but nothing like in you can't. 
the U.S. Open is more rowdier. But to your point, there's nothing like that. Where you can just start shoot, like you're not quiet during the serve. Yeah, like yeah, you, that, that, I agree with you. I think that would be really cool. I think that would be that. I mean, that makes the waste management. Yeah, you know, waste management's like one of the biggest tournaments because it's just the one that's different. If you made a tournament that like tennis like that, I guarantee you, you would get so many people to go. Yo, if you see us at the waste management, I'm sure we'll stop by. Uh, say what's up. So last time I was there, fucking people were left and right, like, yo, what jeans? What jeans? It was really cool. Yeah, I think we'll um, be there. And if I stumble over my words and I'm just like, ah, uh, I just know I'm having a panic attack. It's not because I'm pissed drunk by myself. I can't, I can't believe that shit. It like gave, gave me anxiety thinking about it. Like, I'm sorry to that guy. Because he was so cool. He's like, yo, why are you not tapping in? Like, love the show, love this. Love. And I was just like on another dimension. But anyway. I always feel bad. Like one time I was blacked out and the kid was like, nice. He sent me a picture, a selfie of us from the night before that I didn't remember at all because I was so fucking drunk. I was like, oh, God, I hope I wasn't a loser to this kid. Yeah, it's like, not to be like a huge, like, loser, but <laughs> it is something you have to learn, like, interacting with people. Because I don't, like, the kid in the elevator that said, yo, Heat Daddy, what's up? Uh, oh, at Mullet, shout out that kid. Yeah, and, and like, can I get a picture? Like, yeah, of course, you could always get a picture. But then walking away, I, I like kind of fumble. I was like, "Oh, thanks for listening. Oh, thanks for following." Like, I, I never have like a go-to line. Like, you need to have like a go-to like, "Thanks for supporting." Yeah, that's a good one. But sometimes, like, I fuck up and I'm like, "Oh, I should have been more nice than I was." Yeah. Or, like, you overthink it. I can't imagine people that are actually famous. Like they they they're so numb to it where it's just like picture walk away, picture walk. Bro, I I have to say this before we go. I was watching Steve Will Do It's live stream. He does IRL streams. It's really fun to watch. And he goes to Red Rock and he gambles. And people come up to him and they're like, oh, can I sit at the table? And he's so friendly to them. Like, I will lose my mind. Actually, I don't know. I'll be the same way. He's like, hey, bro, I'm streaming. I'm gambling. Like, thanks, though. Can we get a picture? He's always like, yeah, of course. This one kid comes up to him. And this is live. This is not edited. And he goes, yo, bro, Steve, it's my birthday. And Steve's standing there gambling like 10K hands three at a time, like 30K a hand. And he goes, yo, bro, it's my birthday. Like I'm down 5K, yada, yada, yada. Steve hands this kid $6,000 in chips. And he goes, now you're not down 5K and you're up one. And That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And took a picture with him. And then this is where it gets crazy. Not only did the kid not walk away. He started asking him for more live on the stream. Oh, no. And the whole chat, the, the chat goes so fast when you're watching a guy like that because there's so many people, was like, this is the most selfish kid I've ever seen. I was wide eye. Steve walks over to the cage to cash out or whatever. The kid follows him. Yo, bro, you want to go to the strip club? You want? And, he, and Steve's like, oh, no, man, I'm good. Thanks, go. Hey, man, I, I'm going to go get a lap dance on my birthday. Steve gives him two more thousand dollars. Two K more. That's a lot of fucking money. So now this kid has gotten $8,000 out of Steve. And I know Steve's got money, right? But still, I don't care how rich you are. Someone's giving you $8,000. Yeah. Okay? So you're out of your $5,000 debt. Now you're up three. You said you want to go trip. And Steve goes, yeah, and go get a hooker too or something like that. The kid still didn't leave him alone. Oh, He God. followed him to the bar. And he's like, yo, bro, I got to do a shot with you. I got to do a shot with you. I got to do a shot with you. So he was like, all right, we'll do a shot. I don't, I don't know how. He must be a good guy. I've yeah. actually met him like very briefly in LA at that. Like they used to have that creator house. But he, I'm like waiting for it. I'm like, he's got a snap. Like he's only human, right? Yeah. Like he's got a snap. Nope. 
does a shot with this kid. Does the kid stop there? Oh, nope. God. I would have turned it off. I get such, oh my God, my he skin kept. Down. Asking and following Steve around and asking for more and more and more. It was like sad. It was like that sucks. Then he asked him, "Yo, bro, my friend's a big fan of you. Can we? Can you Facetime him?" And Steve, I don't think he answered, but the guy gets him on Facetime, and Steve gets in the Facetime. He goes, "Oh, bro, hey, yeah, thanks for the support, whatever." And then that's where it ended. But it was like a ten to fifteen minute thing, and I, I like commend. I'm not trying to suck off. I'm not trying to nut chug. Steve will do it right now. <laughs> I just couldn't believe like the poise he had. With this fucking kid that kept asking for shit yeah. after getting eight thousand dollars in ten minutes, I wouldn't have even accepted the money. I would have been like, "Bro, especially not on camera." I'd be like, "No, bro, you don't have to." Keep I would have been like, "Are you serious?" Steve would have probably like said, "Like, yeah, keep it. Thank you so much. Like, you're the best." Yeah, and walked away and like and said and like obviously been a fan for life and like. I just couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. How much this guy was asking for. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. Um, I, I was actually watching a video with Ronaldo, and I can't. I don't think he's the most famous person in the world for sure. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. Definitely, he is so famous that famous people go up and like ask him for pictures. I think that's the craziest shit ever. Yeah. Like, people that you think are, like, the most... Fa- like, fucking Conor McGregor, like, chatting... His- like, I don't know if you saw that video, but, like, <clears throat> McGregor was just chatting his ear off, and Ronaldo was just, like, sitting there, like... <laughs> like I mean, like, barely can understand, like, Eng- like he knows English, but, like... That's fucking- why. First of all, understanding English and understanding Irish is two different things, especially if oh, you're not yeah. a native speaker. So, I can't even imagine what he was thinking, but... Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. That's wild because McGregor's somebody that like there'll never be anybody like McGregor in the fight game ever again. No, I, I, I think he. Well, he no, nah, he was so pivotal for <clears throat> UFC. Right, like he he was the first guy to come into the UFC and did it what he did and with the theatrics and the shit talking, like being a star. Yeah, like the UFC. Plenty of like fucking unbelievable fighters, but McGregor, I feel like in my lifetime was like. He set the standard for being a fucking superstar. So 100%. To, to, to be Ronaldo, like, kind of like, uh, all right, this guy is tapping me off. Yeah. You have to be so sick. You like, have to be, like, the cool, like, Ronaldo's, like, the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Like, has to be, like, kind of, like, so mentally draining, though. Yeah, he's probably so weird, but, like, that, like, you have to be. Yeah, you gotta be. It's not normal, like, living like that. It's Especially not. if you weren't born, like, he was born in, like, the slums of Portugal, too. So it's, like, the absolute zero to a billion. And, like, I mean, he was making probably, he was, Famous as fuck early because in soccer you like debut when you're that good and you're like 15. Yeah, but, wild, uh, but all right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This was uh, Wet Jeans. Thank you for watching and enjoy that Josh wine. <laughs>